This is the NFL Play Football Podcast, and I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America. NFL Play Football is the NFL's initiative to provide fun and engaging experience for players of all ages and skill levels. Taking a trip out west to uh, talk with the week one winner of the Los Angeles Rams High School Coach of the Week, Rod Sherman from Orange Lutheran, picking it up after a uh, win over uh, Sierra from Gardena by a score of 27-26, to uh, 26. and uh, they're off to a 2-0 start after week two, and uh, Olu is ranked in the High School Football America 100, powered by NFL Play Football, up to number 91 this week, and Coach Sherman's on the line here to talk about uh, the award and how things are going. A pretty good start to uh, 2022. Thanks for taking the time, Coach. You bet. It uh, is a great honor, and I just thank you for allowing me to share a little bit about what we're trying to do here in the hearts and lives of our kids at Orange Lutheran. Yeah, and and I know it real well from our time uh, living out there, and I I just think, you know, you always like to start these things to kind of lay the land for the people listening around the country. Not everybody knows what's going on in Southern California. Not everybody knows what's going on in North Dakota or Georgia. So let's talk a little bit about the the, the community there and how football fits into the fabric. I know it's a, a very good school when it comes to that student athlete right and the student always coming first but give the people a little bit of a snapshot yeah i was actually a student here at orange lutheran and an an alum of the school as is my wife and taught here became our athletic director in colorado another christian school and came back here about 15 months ago and i have two kids that go to the school here and what attracted me to the school is our desire to be an and school, to be a school that believes in abundance and that wants our kids to be developed in every realm. Uh, we don't want a, a school that is just a football school or that just uh, as a coaching staff cares about the giftedness of our kids on the football field. We want to develop a program that helps young men grow in their faith, uh, grow in their love for each other and how they serve each other uh, and how they love everyone from different cultures and backgrounds. Um, We want young men that strive to be exceptional in the classroom. That doesn't mean they're all going to be 4.0 students, but that they get the best out of their giftings in the classroom. Um, And then they develop athletically. And do we want to be great in football? Absolutely. But we want that excellence in football to come out of each of our young men growing and developing their potential to the fullest. Talking with Rod Sherman, uh, the head coach at Orange Lutheran, Week One winner of the Coach of the Week award uh, from the Rams, and and Coach, you uh, you mentioned you know the community. There's a Christian uh, belief there in the school. You you had that in Colorado at, at Valor Christian and all that. I, I wonder if you could talk a little bit about um, you know how how that plays into into coaching because uh, you know I, I'm. Christian person, I believe in it, believe in prayer and all that, and I was just wondering how that, um, you know, is kind of embraced within the school, obviously, but then embraced within the football program and how you help lift people up, uh, the, the, the young men up, by, uh, by using that uh, philosophy. Well, our first core value is love, and ultimately, when you look at Scripture, I think some people get caught up in feeling like... Scripture is telling you, I've got to live like this and this and this, and it weighs them down versus recognizing what Jesus gave us in the New Testament was two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and then love your neighbor. And what does it look like to truly love your neighbor? And as we on a team 
develop love for each other. That's honoring Jesus. As we love uh, other people, that, that honors the love and, and mimics the love that Jesus has for us. And um, I, I love the young men that we have here. We have incredible families, incredible young men who care about each other. Uh, we had a team retreat this summer, and it was a, a great few days where we just wanted to have life on life with our young men. I think it's easy in the Trinity League, which is the, the league we're playing in, and, and just unbelievable coaches, unbelievable players. It's easy to get out of perspective and to make it about football all the time versus seeing the big picture of that football is important, but it's important as a tool and it's important as a platform from a faith standpoint to, to recognize how to grow your giftedness, how to be a part of a team, how to be in relationship with each other, how to demonstrate love. And are we as coaches being consistent in that mentality and continuing to point a light on the saving grace of Jesus through that process versus just being so singular focused about winning in football games. And I do believe that the lessons that young men can learn through football to help them be the men that we need them to be in this world uh, is unparalleled in other opportunities. Yeah, no, very, very well said. The Rams chose you as the week one coach of the week. Congratulations on that. And uh, there is a tradition there. Um, and, 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 you know, being, as you said at the beginning, you know, a student there and coming through the system and then an assistant coach. Um, talk a little bit about, um, and I, I'm not going to steal any of the thunder, but you, you learned under a pretty darn good guy. <laughs> Uh, and, and just talk a little bit about um, what you learned in your younger days that's carried through all these many years. And now as you return home to Olu, uh, what, what did you learn under the, the mentor that you had when you were a young man there? It was interesting. Um, <laughs> I, I actually have never played football in my life. Um, I've never put on a helmet. I never was I didn't know a that. football program <laughs> here, uh, which probably tells you um, why I do so many things that are dumb. <laughs> um, but I, I started coaching basketball and I played basketball when I was here and Jim Kuna was the head coach at the yeah. time. And he said, Hey, we need some more football coaches. And I, I said, you know, coach, I don't know anything about football. And he said, well, if you're willing to learn, we're willing to teach you. And the good news is you won't have any bad habits to break. <laughs> and as I, as a younger coach, uh, coached basketball, coached track, coached lacrosse, coached football. I just fell in love with the platform, like I mentioned earlier, that football gave you. So uh, I do feel like I was surrounded and grew and learned from some of the best coaches. Um, Jim here, uh, a guy that ended up being the head coach when, when I moved out to Colorado. Uh, and then is in the NFL now, and I took over at Valor from him, uh, a guy named Brent Wieselmeyer and uh, his dad, Dean. Like, I just feel like God blessed me with some amazing people around me. Got to know uh, Chuck Peterson, who was a former coach at Olu, and all those guys that were just so much smarter than me. I just tried to ride on their coattails, see what I could learn, and then see what I could put into practice for myself. Uh, and right now, I, I think about when I was – fortunate to receive the job here to look at some of the coaches that I've been able to hire here, our offensive coordinator, uh, Aaron Corp, 
was my quarterback here when I was the quarterback's coach and offensive coordinator. Now I look like I, I sit in our meetings learning from him yeah. and asking him questions. Okay, why, why are you thinking that at this time? And it's been such a, a great opportunity for me to learn. So I love learning. Like I said, it, it probably means I'm not very smart and it's taken me a while to learn, but I'm trying to just keep growing in my own knowledge and, and skills as a coach. Well, I'm lucky to have known uh, Coach Kunal and and, and, uh, and then Chuck Peterson. I mean, you learn so much from those people, and I, I'm still friends today with Bruce Rollinson at your, you know, across the way there in the Trinity League at, at Modern Day and Jason Negro, and just all the great people that you guys have out there. So it's it's it, it is it, it's a lot of fun. So so now that I, I learned that, I didn't know that about you. Let let's go to the the next obvious step. You know, you were given that opportunity. So when you're you know building staffs no matter what school that you're at I mean are, are you that same guy you're going to give the the guy with no bad habits an opportunity and and what do you look for when you're when you're out there putting a staff together yeah first thing for me is uh, I want to find men that are worth emulating men that I would want my sons to be around to spend time with and I think sometimes as as head coaches, we get it wrong and that we just want to hire someone who has all the skills of the game and knowledge of the game. And we think like, ah, oh, we can make sure they're a cultural fit and grow that. And, and I think we probably think that 180 degrees wrong, right? If someone's a lifelong learner, if someone's has a passion to grow and improve, we can always grow the schematic technique side of it. Um, but you have to first, like I, I need every young man in my program to know that they're loved, to know that there's men here who care about him, who want the best for them, uh, who want to roll up their sleeves and be in the trenches with them, so to speak. And as I had the privilege to hire a staff here, I really feel uh, great about the men that are here because of what our vision is, because obviously they want to play competitive football, but more importantly than that, they want to speak life into these young men and, and all of the coaches other than me played football and they are coaching because they had impactful people, impactful coaches put their arm around them when they were younger and say, man, you can do this. Uh, look at what you can do with your life. You should consider being a coach. And that's what I want for our coaches. Uh, and that was probably the first and the most important thing for me of can our players look and see when they look at our coaches, man, that's what living a life with Jesus is like, right? That's where authentic joy comes from. And we don't have to compromise football passion for that. We don't have to compromise that we also want to be great on the football field and that we're going to have our other core values of outside of love, of accountability, passion, toughness, right? We want it all. We want to do all of those things. And can our coaches model that behavior? Uh. This is learning so much here. Uh, Rod Sherman on the line, head coach at Orange Lutheran, the Rams week one coach of the week. Um, coach, you're in your second season last year, 10-5, and five, uh, one game shy of playing for, I still call it a state championship. I know it's the bowl championship, mm -hmm. something in California. But my, my, my point of going into this, and then now you're off to a 2-0 start, is you know where are you on your goals that you had when you came back to the old stomping grounds there? Are you ahead of schedule? Are you behind schedule? Are you happy? What, and, and what are some of the goals you've set for the program and the boys there? When, when we got out of year one, um, our biggest off-season goal was develop a player-led culture. I think the way we started, I got hired in mid-May. 
uh, I think I had most of the staff hired in mid-June. We started practicing, I think it was July 1st, maybe in the last day in June, but somewhere around there. It, it had to be more of a coach-led culture. And just because there wasn't time mm-hmm. to make sure all the areas of the program were rounded out the way we wanted to. And when we started our off-season program, that was our focus and our goal to really get it to be player-led. And I feel like we've really, really made progress in that, that way. Um, of Our discipline level has increased, not because at every turn our coaches have had to harp on things, but, but a true discipline of a team increases when there's peer pressure for that. And uh, I'm really encouraged with where we've come in that. Uh, we're a young team. We started in our uh, first two weeks. I think our first game, we started 11 freshmen and sophomores out of the 22 positions. So we're wow. going to learn on the field, right? But it's a journey, mm-hmm. and we want to play our best football at the end of the year. We want to keep learning. We want to keep things in perspective. So I'm, I'm encouraged with where our guys are at, our team retreat. I mentioned it a little bit before. We took a four-day trip and uh, did some river rafting and things like that. So I look and I see the relationships amongst each other growing on our team. So, so those are some of the markers we look at um, that, frankly, we were down in our first game, 20-3 to three in the third quarter, and, and we were resilient. We fought back, right? Those are some of the cultural markers that say our program's going in the right direction, right? If you just look at a short a small slice of that, you're always going to feel like, ah, oh, we haven't made as much progress as we can. But I think as a leader, it's my job to zoom out and, and look at the 30,000-foot view to say, are we headed in the right direction? Mm-hmm. And is our, our kids embracing the core values that we're striving for? And you try to do a lot in those uh, first five non-league games because you mentioned the Trinity League. It's been our you know, oh, top yeah. league in the country and max preps for forever and a day. Um, Bruce and Jason always talk about the gauntlet, the meat grinder, whatever you want to call it. For the people around the country, um, from your perspective, having you know, you know, seen Orange Lutheran from a young person's age and now to what it's grown up to be, how can you describe it to people? Because you don't have a breather. All six teams are in our top 300. Yeah, I. The best analogy is the SEC, mm-hmm. um, and you you think about there are exceptional coaches at every program, right? There are six teams, uh, and I am the probably the least accomplished and a uh, coach of, of that group, right? And you think about. Um, just the the way that every coach prepares their team so well. Um, The the six schools in this conference, resource football, it's important on every campus. Um, You you can't stop, and you've got to continue to to push forward and recognize that you you can't just always judge success, like I mentioned before, in, in a small view are you going in the right direction? Are you developing the program? And and at some point, I'm not worried about how the other schools, what their path to success is, right? Like how they want to go about creating success within the football program in their campus. Uh, I'm focused 100% on what the Orange Lutheran model is for success and excellence in football. And I am putting all my time and attention into the kids that God has entrusted me with here, 
Uh, I'm passionate about our core values of love, accountability, passion, and toughness. I'm passionate about athletic development. And that is what requires all of my time and energy. If if I wake up every day and just worry about the Trinity League, they would be long days. They would be anxious days. Um, <laughs> and I need to keep my focus on what I'm doing here, right? Like, let's keep our focus on the right thing of the development of our young men. And we're going to be okay here. Be yourself and be humble, it sounds like. That would be two things in this short uh, conversation we've, we've learned. Uh, Rod Sherman, we're wrapping things up here. He's the head coach at uh, Orange Lutheran, otherwise known as Olu, and uh, the Rams Week 1 Coach of the Week. And that'll be a, a good segue into the fact that you were uh, given that honor. The NFL, every team in the league is giving out uh, giving it out on a weekly basis to coaches, deserving coaches. What does it mean to you to have you know the leader of football in the world uh, reaching down to your level in the level which is your chosen profession along with education of, of, of youth? You know, a couple of years ago I went to the uh, USA Football and NFL as, as they hosted a clinic. It was in Florida, and it was so encouraging to know that there is a consistency of purpose at all levels of the organization. And the, the, and some of that came through struggle. You think about the concept of a smooth sailor or a, a skilled sailor is not developed on smooth seas, right? You need a little bit of uh, rough seas. And I think from the game of football, we've experienced that over the last decade, right? We've experienced a, a cultural pushback and uh, like what is football really going to be about and what is the value of football and I think now what we've got is on the other side of that of uh, player safety is a much bigger priority than it was and I think the NFL led that and and now we're saying what are what is the value of football right like mm-hmm. how does football rally a community that could be at the NFL level in a city that's probably on many college campuses around the country uh, on high school campuses, what what does the game of football teach to the participants? And to know that there's alignment from the top down with that is so encouraging uh, to people like me to know you're not on an island. You're not uh, pushing in a direction other people aren't, that there is such momentum organizationally. And I applaud the NFL for all of the the grassroots programming they're putting in place to grow football and to continue to grow it from the bottom up um, at, at the community level. And I'm so encouraged with that. Yeah, and, and obviously no uh, one person wins an award. I guess maybe if you're in tennis, you win a championship. But I noticed in the uh, the, the uh, announcement that the Rams put out, uh, you, there you are in the middle, but your team surrounded, uh, uh, is surrounding you. And I was just curious how, uh, how the kids felt about being uh, honored by the Rams. Well, it's a great honor, and obviously the head coach gets way too much of the credit. Um, I think the the longer I'm head coach for, the more you realize that um, it's way less about the head coach, right? It's really about these young men that are putting in all of the work, that are buying in. Uh, it's my job to cast a vision, um, and it's my job to empower assistant coaches where uh, they feel like they can lead their areas um, and I love our guys. Uh, we have just some of the best kids in the world, and I'm so honored and humbled to be able to teach them. And, and the players know 
what a great honor that was. And, and I think they also humbly just want to keep putting one foot in front of the other to grow and develop uh, and to be a part of this journey that we're all on together. Well, Coach, congratulations on uh, the success you've had back at Olu and, and, and into the future. And more importantly, uh, you know, thank you for giving of yourself and your time and your family's time uh, to these young men out there and, and, and really creating, uh, like you said, more than just wins and losses, but uh, something that can be uh, lasting for life. So again, congratulations, and thank you very much for taking the time with us. I appreciate everything you do for uh, kids and football. And that's the NFL Play Football Podcast. Coaches, don't forget to check out playfootball.nfl.com for some great resources to help you improve in the coaching profession. I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America, and you've been listening to the NFL Play Football Podcast.